welcome to talc teaching and learning consultation skills this is the talc talks podcast helping everyone who sees patients to improve their consultation skills to get better outcomes and this approach can even increase your job satisfaction This podcast concerns the module which is called TALC Skills for Beginning Consultations Effectively and is about the chapter called How is a Consultation Like a Business Meeting? When clinicians think they've finished their consultation only to hear the patient say, by the way, there are a couple of other things I still need to talk to you about, it can feel that the consultation has been derailed in some way. It's kind of difficult sometimes to have the stamina and interest to start again with new problems. Consultations that end like this are often longer and more difficult to close. Paradoxically, if more time is spent at the start checking and negotiating the agenda for the consultation, then overall consultations are not necessarily longer and they certainly proceed in a more structured and orderly fashion. This is actually less stressful and less tiring for clinicians and it's definitely more satisfying for the patient. Malcolm Thomas has run successful consultation skills courses for many years, considers that the consultation is really a special form of a business meeting. He says that a successful meeting is more likely if these factors are in place. A clear agenda, efficient chairing, good time management, clarity about what all parties are looking for. Sounds like common sense, doesn't it? At Kaiser Permanente, a very large and successful healthcare organisation in the USA, consultation skills training is undertaken by all clinicians because it reduces litigation, improves patient satisfaction and also improves markers of long-term care like HbA1c. Kaiser Permanente emphasise something called investing in the beginning of the consultation as a crucial part of effective consulting. And if investing in the beginning starts with the sections on wise rapport like money and what do you say after you say hello. But the next skill is how to negotiate a mutually acceptable agenda for the consultation. This involves allowing the patient to speak uninterrupted until they've completed their opening statement. It is often quoted that clinicians interrupt very early in consultations, sometimes as early as 12 seconds. Those figures mainly come from America. In fact, an audit of British GPs showed that with training, they did not interrupt their patients. Moreover, when you don't interrupt patients, it does not mean they talk for ages. Very few talk for longer than 60 to 90 seconds and many for less time than that. Getting this right at the start does not lengthen consultations overall, and that has been repeatedly confirmed by research. Expressing concern and empathy in a short statement early on is also associated with shorter consultations. Before gathering information about the issues that the patient initially raises in their opening statement, it is important, however, to screen for other issues by asking a question like, is there anything else you are planning to talk to me about today? The crucial word here is planning. If the patient is planning to talk to you about something, they will talk about that even if it happens very late in the consultation with a hand on the doorknob and them saying something like, by the way, it's far better to know what you're dealing with in advance. Finally, remember that the clinician may need to add some issues of their own. I'd like to check your blood pressure today, or I'd like to check your medications. 
or you're overdue for your chronic medication review. Before moving on to information gathering, the clinician should signal the end of the agenda setting part of the consultation by summarising and checking the plan for dealing with the items. This could include an agreement to focus on the most important issues, perhaps deferring others, or more helpfully, the clinician can agree to make a start on all the issues, accepting that not all may be fully resolved. You might want to see the chapter which covers Can you learn to love the patient who brings a list for some more skills here? And the TALC module called Skills for Effective Explanations and Planning Care includes a chapter called How are Effective Summarising Skills, the Engine of the Consultation? And this will help you towards developing the powerful consultation skill of summarising effectively, which helps to structure things and move things forwards. Thinking a little bit about how to teach and learn this, it's very well worthwhile reflecting about how we feel about the time pressures of consultations and whether we feel that letting the patient talk takes up a lot of time. Have you ever experienced a by the way moment yourself or got to the end of a consultation where somebody says, actually, there are a few other things I wanted to mention? How does that feel? It can be quite frustrating, can't it? So this is really the motivation for learning these skills. Research has shown that people have an average of two to four things they need to talk about in most consultations, and it's better to accept this and plan for it. This is more effective and less stressful. If you're less stressed during the day, you tend to have more energy at the end of the clinic. So think about the question of something like, the planning question. What else were you planning to talk about today? Use some of the scenarios that are in the written materials that accompany this podcast to practice eliciting that full agenda, practice negotiating what order you're going to do things in and get some feedback from an educator or a peer about how effectively you're doing this. Educators themselves might like to look at the module Talc Effective Methods for Teaching Consultation Skills, where there's a chapter called Making Skills Rehearsals Effective to help them refine their use of this approach. Remember to look up some of the resources in your textbook or in the literature. These are listed in the written materials that go with this chapter, because there's a lot to learn about this early part of the consultation and understanding the academic background actually will help your skills to develop more quickly. Look out for the final chapter in this module, which is called Can You Learn to Love a Patient Who Brings a List? This podcast was brought to you by NHS Professional Educators, making training available to all.